was the Jay Z's greatest hits, and then the Linkin Park Jay Z collab oh album. <laughs> I was like, wow. First verse. <laughs> like, it's very it's sporadic. It's, <laughs> we gotta start you over, bro. Like, that's <laughs> no, 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 no. no. That's, you gotta start over, bro. Like Men in Black, bro. You gotta, you gotta. Yeah, if we can just flash that shit, it just make you like forget that these were like, your first options. Bro, it don't matter. I don't care about my first options. I don't care about my current options right now. You know. That's true. That's true. But forget about those options. <laughs> Please. LP two wasn't that bad. Come on. Was it album LP two? The second one. What like what was like okay better than that one? No, I'm not saying it was better than that one. Oh. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I mean, but at least it's better than like relapse, revival, recovery. I don't think those albums even count. Like, yeah. Like, well, when did we stop counting Eminem albums? <laughs> those albums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those albums. Like when he's sober and he's just like, well, what else am I supposed? What to was on part two? I'm trying to remember what was on part two. Um, um. Okay. Well, first, okay, Berserk was all right. Uh, then there was that Call of Duty track for Ghosts. There was that song with Kendrick. There's that song with Kendrick. Yeah, I'm okay. a sucker for love. You a yeah, sucker for yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah. I was like, come on. <laughs> and that's that how I actually really found out about Kendrick. Like I heard Swimming Pools, and I was like. Okay, so he's making some like party hits or whatever, right? So who was your first uh, introduction to Kendrick? No, no, no. My first introduction was Swimming Pools, right? My friend showed me that, and in the year, like a couple months later, I see him on the Ken on the Eminem album, right. and I was like, Yo, this dude actually could rap. <laughs> what? Lyrics <laughs> <laughs> Kendrick song that I listened to, I think, was ADHD. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. you see, during that time period, yeah, I, was really I was like into yeah. wrestling. That's a metal. That's one of my so favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really, like, right. I wasn't really like into like the modern thing. Like I hated like modern hi hats. You know when they all of a sudden they start doing the triplet thing, and I was yeah. kind of like, ah, yeah. no, no, no. I, I still hate that it. shit. Yeah, I'm, like, like I get annoyed with it every shit. time. But like nowadays, like the only time I got really into like I respect the hi hats was like it's on a Drake song and Forty produces it, right? And he kind of makes it like somewhat different in a sense. It kind of just sounds like it's going like really quick with the verses a bit, okay. a bit yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the the thing that got me was that My Way remix by Fetty, and then Drake hops onto it, and then Forty kind of redoes the beat at the end. I was like, Yo, this is crazy work. This is something out of the ordinary. Yeah, we gotta start him over. Yeah. Start- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm, now I'm finding shit that he doesn't even know about. Yeah. Like what? He uh, I mean, he put me on to Griselda, so. Okay, you, yeah, know, you put on. all the points of me now. Redemption. Redemption. Like, like we met, like, what? Last year. Last year, last year right? around this time last and year. And then, like, I come, like, we're like, yo, we're gonna do this podcast thing, right? And then, like, we didn't do anything, but we link up back in, after the summer and shit, right? And I'm just like, yo, man, Griselda, man. Just yeah, I should do a podcast. Oh, we're working on it. We, uh, yeah, we, we were planning on it. Yeah, yeah, so the the concept for Tour de Todd, the album that I had, yeah. so it's uh, me going on my first press run for my album and it's just like us three yeah. doing a podcast setting it's just us bullying each other the whole time it's, that's dope. That's it's dope, so man. much fun yeah that's dope. but we're, we've been th- uh, like talking about making it for a while it's just like he's all the way out in Coney and then me and him are here in Hicksville you know so it's Coney like Allen? yeah, yeah I'm from, he's, in, he's from Coney okay. and then me and him are from Hicksville you guys can still do it though yeah once, no, one, no once a week or do it remotely no yeah I know it's like, I don't want to go <laughs> it's like twenty dollars for me to get here. And if we use Zoom, the audio quality is not going to be top notch. It depends on the way that you do it. Because I've we do, yo. If you guys really want to help with the podcast, let me know. Because that's what I'm doing. Also, like we're doing, we're launching a whole podcast station. Okay. Something oh, different. Okay. Yeah. So we're doing that. So we have like this show. We have like a show with another group. We have one with like a sports show that we're doing, and oh, okay. then we're gonna have a couple of other shows. So after this, we can talk about that. But I help you. But podcasting is like the way to go. Yeah, because I mean, like, these Americans seem to do the Zoom calls all right. So, yeah. yeah. 
It's all about editing. See, a lot of people just do podcasts and you just throw it out there. And like right now, it's like it's competitive. It's like your music. You don't want to just throw your music out with like the right mixing and the right yeah. sounding and, you, and yeah. it sound different. But people will do that now. They're just like, hey, I can do a podcast on my phone and just like yeah. put it out there. But if you're serious about it, it's like it's dope. Like yeah. it's, especially as an artist, I always recommend artists to do that because now things are just so different, man. Like you see, I was talking about all these vintage music, right? Damn, this vintage sounds crazy. We're talking about all this music from like Eminem and and Nas and things like that, right? Well, back then, you can, if you had a CD, you look at the booklet, right? Or, you know, if you had an Eminem album, you're not getting another one for like a year or two. Yeah. So it makes you kind of know the, the artist. Yeah. And now everything is like so, so Fast quick. Pace. Five, six albums will drop, you know, a week. It, co- it becomes quantity over quality. Yeah, like singles drop and this and that, whatever. So you don't get time to learn the artist as much. Some artists are definitely putting quality first, but yeah. the majority or like a good percentage of them are yeah. putting quantity. Like, I need to, this la- the label wants this song now. Yeah. I gotta put it out. My issue is that, like, they're not even the, the fact that, like, some artists like Travis or Uzi, right? They're doing, like, very small, like, they're, like, releasing every two or three years, right? And it doesn't even change in the quality, in my opinion. Like, in my opinion, Astro World was not as... Like, for me, Rodeo was better than Astro World. Like... Really? Yeah, like, for me, that shit was, like, out of the world. Like, I heard that when I was, like, four... Like, four... No, 15, right? And then I kind of reheard it again off Inedible. And I just got, like, an epiphany <laughs> off that fucking shit instead. I got, like, an epiphany. I'm like, yo... Like, I had an entire concept about what Wasted by... P- about uh, The song Wasted was about, why Pimp C's in the song for some reason. I was yeah. like, yo, okay, right? Like, this one was kind of like, yo, I can nitpick this and everything. It's just, that's all yeah. it really is. It was making a difference. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I listened to uh, um, Pinata the first time, uh-huh. just, like, when it came out. And then I listened to it again while I was tripping on acid. And bro, like that album has completely changed for me in terms of like what it does. It's in it's on insane. acid. That's yeah. that's actually interesting. Um, <laughs> yo, we already started, but I'm gonna introduce you guys right now. Awesome. Um, everybody knows I'm Sin.com, it's the Sin.com podcast. This is actually our indie artist series that we're putting together. Who do we have with us right now? Uh, I'm graphic, but everybody can just call me Raph. I am a 20-something musician from Hicksville. Uh, I rap, I sing, I make a lot of music, I have a lot of music coming out soon, and yeah, I'm here with uh, my good friends, uh, Clash and Sean. Sean is my engineer, and Clash is kind of like my big body, you know, like, (laughs) you know. Like he he's just he's just there, bro. <laughs> he's just he's just that energy, bro. I just gotta watch. That's all. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool, man. Thanks for having you guys already. You guys are super Thank cool you. as shit. Um, we met from you performing at one of the events I put together. Yeah. Um, was it one or was it two? I think it did more than one, right? And no, nah, it was just supposed one. To, okay, but it was supposed to do another one, but I think COVID happened. Yeah. And everything, yeah. Everything Yo, that shit's crazy. How it slowed down. Um, I want to get back to this acid trip. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick. So like. For me, um, I took acid once, okay. right, by accident. So it was like, oh. yo, all right. So let me explain before you judge me. Don't look sorry, at me like that. Sorry. So, <laughs> sorry, right? sorry. so he said by accident. By accident, it's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it, right? So it's a birthday party, and um, I don't know. For me, I'm always trying to find ways to get like as many people involved with like events. So it was like either I do a birthday party or I do a birthday party slash showcase a concert. So I'm like, bet. Like, I know a bunch of different artists. They all rock with me. We all cool. So I'm like, yo, let me do a concert, right? So when it's spot called Queens, it got shut down, but... And 
bunch of people. So a bunch of my friends are performing. I'm drunk out of my ass. It's my birthday. I gave my friend the keys um, to the car. So I'm like, yo, just hold this down, whatever, right? And I, we had open bar. So uh-huh. bad combination, right? So I'm, I'm wasted, wasted. I'm done, right? But I'm still functioning, right? So me and, at the time, the person who was like one of my best friends were hanging out we're by the bar. And this guy, one of these artists I haven't seen in like three, four years, he comes from Connecticut, right? And I should have known. Like, I don't know why I didn't pay attention. But this dude's like always on some different drug, like some weird shit. <laughs> so he comes to me and he's like, hey, what's up, Sin? Happy birthday. Da, 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 da. Thanks for having me, man. Just here. And then we're just talking. So he hands us like a strip. He hands my boy strip. He hands me a strip. So I'm drunk. I'm thinking it's like one of those Listerine strips, right? So I'm like, yo, bet. This is cool, right? So I take it. And my, my, my boy takes it. And I'm like, yo, is this shit minty to you? And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yo, I taste no mint at all. And that shit just completely dissolved. Like, his shit is mad stale, right? So like, remember, I'm drunk. So my boy's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the Listerine strip that this dude just gave us. He said, yo, dumbass, that's acid. I said, what? Immediately? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? I never took acid. Like, weed, yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? Acid? Nah, never. Mind you, I've been dodging it for mad long because I'm always around artists and creatives. They tell me, acid and molly, the two drugs you should take when you're working on music, right? Me, I don't have time for that shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't have time to experiment on that. Like, I'm always moving, doing things, whatever. Yo, so I took the acid, right? And then, um, I don't remember time. Like, I don't remember how, whatever happened. I just remember... My boy driving me home, and it felt like Mario Kart. Like, <laughs> mad colors. Like, oh, yo, it was like the craziest ride ever. Like, it was a half an hour ride that felt like forever to get home. And I just felt like it was colors. It was the dopest shit ever. But I'm in the car, so I can't really do shit. And I'm begging him to drop me over the studio, because my plan was to meet the shit that I was talking to at the studio. Word. So I can get some ass for my birthday, right? I'm completely dumb. He's like, yo, I'm taking you home because you're bugging out. Like, so he takes me home. And um, so I go to sleep, right? Yo, y'all don't know me very well, but I don't sleep. You follow me on the, on the gram, so you probably see I'm always posting. Word, I word. literally do not sleep, bro. If I'm not here working or creating, working on something, like I'm doing something for somebody else. Yo, I went to bed at like 7, 6, 6.30ish, whatever. Best sleep ever. Yo, when I got up, it was like 6.47. I was so fucking confused. I must have stuff for like 17 minutes and this shit felt mad long and the trip did not end. It was, shit was crazy. But it was dope. It was like a dope ass trip. Wow. Bro. Yeah, that shit was dope. You slept on acid? Yo, bro, I don't know what, I don't, I, don't, I wouldn't even call it sleep. It was like 17 minutes. But I laid in my bed and I felt like I had a whole experience and shit. Oh, yeah. But just like, yo, the coolest shit to me was like, I guess from what I'm understanding from different people, like it hits you differently. Yeah. Depending on who you are. Uh-huh. I was drunk off my ass, but I just remember the ride going home. Because we're on the highway, it just felt like Mario Kart. It just felt like retarded as fuck. No, yeah. I it just felt crazy. Yeah, dude. Uh, I think I've done it. I've done it way more times than right. just once. Like, I, I, I haven't ever done it, like, really regularly. But there was, like, a little point in time where I was doing it, like, every three weeks or something. Because mm-hmm. I was in the process of writing and everything. I really wanted to just go in, like, completely geeked. And so there was this one, this one trip where I took... It, and I thought it was like my regular dosage, but it turns out that it was like 100 micrograms more. So I had no idea, but I'm like, yo, this feels different. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like bugging, I can't speak. So I'm like, yo, let me smoke a little bit to mellow it out. 
I take two hits of a joint, bro. Next thing you know, I'm I can't see nothing. I'm just transported, and it's just all I see are smiley faces and like this really nice lo-fi like pop music playing in the background. I wasn't like listening. Lo-fi is like the best description for 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 my acid trip too. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, bro. The craziest thing was I wasn't listening to music or anything. It was dead silent. I it was just playing in the background. And I was just like lying back in my bed, like, yo, is this what death feels like? <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo, room, just like, there's the quiet music playing around, like, it's like you're waiting for a doctor or something. <laughs> quiet music. It was insane, bro. It was, uh, but acid, man, like, creatively, acid is probably one of the craziest drugs. Yo, I, I don't know shit about it. Like, I, I just know that it was dope. It lasted for, for a while, though. It wasn't like one of those trips where, like, like seven hours. Yo, bro, it was it was just crazy to me. Like it last, I immediately immediately just got it from whatever that seventeen hours was, and mm-hmm. I just took a shower, which felt like the best shower ever. Fucking crazy as shit. Like everything was mad sensitive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the studio right afterwards. I worked on some some music, and I was up. Now like, my boy was. I thought he was sleeping, but he was standing up. I guess he was sleeping, standing up and shit in the other room. It was crazy ass. Like Travis when T-Pain was in the studio. Yo, it was crazy. Like, it, was it was like freaking me out because I, you know, I'm looking through the window. Like, the way my other studio was set up was it was pretty much two studios in one. And we turned one big ass booth into like another studio. Word. So I'm looking through the glass and I'm watching him. He's just standing up for hours. And like he's not moving. And I was like, what the fuck? So I go next door to go look at him and he's just standing up. I'm looking at him and I see him. And he's looking at me, or I think he's looking at me, but he also stuff with his eyes open. So it's like, he's creepy as fuck, bro. So it's like, he's just standing there, and I just left him. I'm like, I'm not touching this guy and nothing. Like, he's crazy. (laughs) Yo, now he was alive eventually, but like... Crazy. He died standing. He was he was alive eventually. He died eventually. It's crazy. But I have artists all the time telling me working under the influence of acid or Molly is just a different work work experience. Yeah, I think I think it's just like it unlocks something that like other things don't. You know, like weed. I love writing on weed. Yeah, I love I love getting high and writing music. I feel like the way I write music is and like verses specifically is it's like a puzzle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the puzzle, it's not usually hard to do, but when I smoke, it's a lot easier because like the words just come a lot natural, more right. naturally. You know what I mean? But when you're on acid, bro, it's like you throw out all the words and you just go with whatever you feel. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So it's like I'll make some like crazy Tame Impala Radiohead type shit on that acid. Right, right. You know what I mean? And it won't make any sense after. Like I'll look at it the next day when I'm sober and I'll be like, yo, what the what, fuck is this? What is this, bro? I don't even know how I float on this. But, but it, sometimes it makes your shit dope, right? Oh, yeah, bro. It makes it, I, I think, like, at least two of my favorite songs on this I wrote on acid. What's your, what's your writing process? Are, are you, like, do you still write, write, like, pen and paper? Do you, like, put it in your phone? It, like, it really depends. Sometimes, when I'm on the go, I'll write on my phone. Because okay. I'm always kind of writing. Like, you know, I'll be somewhere, like, I'll be with friends and I'll, like, write a quick couple of verses that pick into my, that, like, just come into my head. But most of the time when I'm at home, I have this big whiteboard now. And so I'll start the verses off on the whiteboard and then little by little, I'll like, you know, add them in. Cause like, like I said, it's like a puzzle, you know? Right, right, right. So I'll take all the words that I think would rhyme dope and then I'll fill the bars in afterwards. That's cool. And then I'll do that sometimes or sometimes like they'll just, they'll just come and I'll do like the first words and I'll leave the rhymes out until the end. And then it, it really, it honestly, it just switches up cause like. I feel like once you get used to a certain way of writing, it just gets like, you know, monotonous. It kind right, of yeah, 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 yeah. And I like, the whole reason that I like making music so much is because like everything is different. So I like keeping everything different. I like my processes to be different. 
and at the end of the day, the results always shows. Yeah, so it's, I was it's never a writer for for my music. Like when I when I was doing music, um, like when I first started, mm. everything was like off the top of my head. Wow, and I would cool. just take my time, and I would just do it. Um, but then uh, the computer. I used to use a studio in Long in LIU. Mm -hmm. So I'd I'd access the studio through um, Alchemist, the producer Alchemist. Yes. Oh shit! So yeah, so I used to use a studio there, and a, a couple of friends of mine, like you know, we would just record. It's when I first like really really took it serious. The computer crashed and I lost all my music, and I oh, didn't man. remember half of my lyrics. So oh. that was super disappointing. Yo, when you're creative, you go through so many different things that make you just want to quit. Like, oh yeah. Bro. So that was probably like one of the first times that I really was like fuck this. Like I did all of this music. I thought I was cool for just doing it the way that I do it, or I just thought music came to you naturally. So I didn't really want to take time to really write it like that. Afterwards, I was like, even if I do it with, that way, I still write it down just so I have it as a point of reference in case something happens. Mm -hmm. What I find that is like, maybe it's, it's with you, like my writing process is different depending on the type of song that I'm doing. Word. For example, if I'm doing like something that happened to be more fun, you know what I mean, with punchlines and more about you know showing off your lyrical ability, I might write that out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, the female records are a little bit easier. So, like, I'm dope when it comes to the female records. So I don't have to write out every single thing. I might do the same thing. Like, every four bar, the fourth, eighth, twelfth, sixteenth, I'll write that out. And everything else I'll put together, like, as I'm in the booth. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it just varies. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I, I can't, I've never actually written, like, a female record like that. Believe it or not. Uh, What's going on? Why not? Uh, I why mean, not, bro? yeah, why not? This is interesting. <laughs> We're working on it. We're technically working on oh, it. Oh yeah, we're right. technically working. On it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's like who hurt you, bro? What's going on? We go into a whole. But nah, bro. I mean, like recently, as of late, it's more just been like, yo, I really just want to rap. I just really want to like say cool shit over cool beats and right, right. just like make make all these people know that like I can rap. Cause I've always I've always been into music. I've been singing since I was like five years old, and when the types of music that you make when you're singing versus the type of music that you make when you rap like rap rap, right. they're two different types of songs. And I got I think for myself I got pretty good at like writing songs from a singing standpoint. Okay. That type of music. Cause uh, and then I started listening to rap more. I see like how they do it differently. How all these people that I look up to they. They have they say all this cool ass shit, and I'm like yo I want to do that you know so I started focusing on that a lot more and then I think I like I just got so comfortable doing it and like I feel like I got so good at doing it that I'm like yo do I really need to make like these other type of records that I just me personally well when you're doing your singing songs is it are you singing about girls as well oh or yeah you but but it's not like it's not like you know it's it's a heartbreak songs. Right. It's not like So he's hurt, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. bro. I'm just slow jams in here. <laughs> yeah, bro, exactly. Uh yeah, man. I mean I I just feel like that that's just not who I am at this point in time. You right. know, I feel like it'll come around eventually where yeah. like, you know, if I'm getting married or stuff or something at one point in my life, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh I'll probably <laughs> make like a big day, bro. Right. But like better. But uh <laughs> see me, um I'm just different. And I think that has to do with a lot of my influences as well musically. So like my top three artists are like very weird, right? Mm -hmm. So one and two always changes. But number three is number no actually no, number one usually changes. 
whatever the order of the top three is, like Joe Budden to me is always like in that top three. I'm really? Sure. So yeah. I mean, oh yeah, of course. Yes, like we were three talking about his girl, about his wife breaking up with him. Like <laughs> we were talking about Joe Budden earlier too. Under to me, it's still super underrated. Mm-hmm. One of the best artists, like. Personally, for me, he's like him and Nas, like up there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Joe, to me, has kind of taken the place of Nas as far as not better artists, but just as like personal artists, right? Yeah. Like, and so like just the way he channels things about his depression, about his relationship things. Like, so for me, I also write like like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm someone that's like always, and as most, most creatives, like people don't know, like we're, um, well, we may, you may not relate, but most creatives that I run into, we have like a sense of depression, oh, right? Nah, I feel you. Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know what I'm saying? Because it's something different about trying to chase your dreams and trying to achieve things and then everybody around you. It's just weird. It's like, it's a battle in every direction that you go. Yeah. No matter what you're doing, not just music. I mean, creative, period. Whether it's you want to own your own business, that's creative, right? You got to think about ways to own your own business. Oh, yeah. You have to come up with things yourself. I want to say forget creators more like goal chasers, mm-hmm. right? So like our parents... Most of our parents aren't really goal chasers. They're like... Settled. Settled because it's safe. And that's because their parents instilled in them the importance of being settled, right? Yeah. We, 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 we're in a creative age. We're in an age of technology. We're I think we're in the second renaissance right now, bro. Yo, no, facts. Yeah. We are. Yeah, we, we definitely created the second renaissance. Yeah. Like, oh, if yeah. you think about it. And COVID is the black death. <laughs> <laughs> we um we have you know what I'm saying sure, like dude, our sure. create our creative shit is just we'll a, a lot different and for them it was like yo look at like grand a lot of people's grandparents were like fat or great grandparents like factory workers and they made a living mm-hmm. doing that stuff or things with their hands or labor you get what I'm saying you got a few doctors here you know it's rare but yeah. that's what it is and then the ones after them were like doctors nurses business people you know what I'm saying and now for us. The people who are successful, you don't hear about doctors, you don't hear about lawyers, but you hear about clothing lines, music, Business. tech companies, you know, um, gaming, you know, uh, nightlife promoting, club owners, restaurant owners. So it's people that kind of just took a risk. So it's like mad depression that you got to deal with because it's like you're being told that what you're doing isn't right or isn't safe. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're being told that and you have to struggle to balance out Making money to have a living and chasing your dreams. Uh, yeah, bro. I mean, for me, my parents are immigrants, both of them, you know. So my dad was extremely lucky in that he went to a really good school back in uh, Bangladesh. And nice. He came over here and he was able to, like, you know, settle down really quick. But he always, both my parents, like, they've always tried to be, like, you know, the only way to succeed in this country is, you know, you have to go to college get a good job, get married, get a good house, car, settle down, you know? Yeah. But I always, and I, there's nothing wrong with the ideology, you know? Like, I grew up, I grew up around people just like me, you know, immigrant, kids of immigrants that subscribe to this ideology of like, you know, I'm going to college, I'm going to become an engineer, I'm going to become a doctor, and that's, that's it, that's my grind. But for, I always felt like, and this is, this is like, you were talking about depression earlier. This is like a big source of it. It's um, when you have goals that are different from everybody else's, when you're the different kid, because you don't look at me and think, oh, you're a rapper. You know what I mean? It, like, when, when I started saying that to people, they looked at me like a joke. Well, I mean, not me. I guess you mean the, 
yeah. majority of people. Yeah. Because for me, I, I don't look at anyone like they're anything. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you said, we're in a renaissance and it's like you just don't know who's who. And it'd be stupid for anyone to look at someone and think, well, you can't do music or you can't rap or you shouldn't rap. Like, we don't... Yo, bro, we are in a genre where our greatest MC might be white. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's yeah. like one of the greatest ones. And then... The one after him, who's really super dope. Well, no, he's not. There's a big difference between M and Logic. But Logic is also dope. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? And then you have a lot of other people who, who are immigrants. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they're family immigrants. So it's like, for us to be inside of this genre and feel like whatever. I, I think music is the only thing where we don't limit people based upon their race or their sex or I their whatever. But that's yeah. that's the thing. You're also in the industry. You know what I mean? True. There's okay. a very big difference between like, like, like if I if I walk into it's like a room, behind closed doors. Yes. Like, if yes. I walk into a room with you who has worked with however many people of all different walks of life, yeah. you know, you're you're able to, you know, be like, all right, this is this dude, let's see what he has. Right. But you know, say I'm talking to some kid that I go to school with who's, you know, just lived this entire life of like you know, I gotta go to school. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. Right. You see someone that's you know, like you know, not subscribed to that lifestyle, and he's just you know doing his own thing, making music out of all things. Cause my, my dad and what I've noticed is my dad shares a lot of these like idea ideologies with people that are my age right now. Is like music is more of a hobby than it is you know a life. I'm like trying to make a career out of it. It's like it's a one in a million shot, and what's the point? Yeah. You know, but for me, it's always like I, I look at the stories of people that have made it like Logic, for example, you right, just, you just right. mentioned dude grew up in like dude grew up in one of the shittiest parts of Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. And you see, you hear all about that through all of his older mixtapes. You hear all about that under pressure. And it's like, yo, if he can do it, why can't I? I'm, I'm equally dope. And especially now that you can be independent and do something. Word. I think right now, the only thing that stops artists from being successful is just the right um, foundation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think artists feel like we can make a song, you can put the song on Spotify, and they're gonna blow up, and that's where they get confused. I feel like um, we live. I I made a status and I I took it down, which I should have kept up earlier today. Um, I made a status that said that we live in an era where people easily give up on things. When oh it's, yeah, when, no, for when sure. it's outside half of the, half of the people I started rapping with don't rap anymore. But even beyond I rapping, when I felt the first five minutes. Even beyond rapping, <laughs> <laughs> even beyond rapping, if anyone's not, if anything's outside of our comfort zone, we stop. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, rapping is one, music is one, relationships are another thing. Oh yeah, right. Like, <laughs> we have parents and grandparents. If 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 any of us have both of our parents that's been together for 20, 30, 40 years, right? You don't think at one point they didn't want to be around each other and they hated each other's company or they were tired of whatever. But it's like, yo, we're not going to quit. Like, we're going to go through these emotions. We're going to figure things out. We're going to make a it work. Yet, yeah. now it's like the moment they see a pothole on the road uh, in a relationship, yeah, yeah. it's like, nah. That and the fact that options are in everyone's faces. Mm -hmm. Like, you could go on, on Instagram right now and see like 30 or 40 bad chicks. So it makes you think to yourself the facade of that bad chick and, make, and be like, you know what? My girl ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I can, I can like, like you're treating me the way you treat me. I can find this chick on Instagram. I can hit her up in her DMs because you can communicate. However, now, Word. and you know, I'm gonna just shoot my shot. And if it works, then cool. But we forget that we also present a facade as well. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, so yo, know, I, I remember like I got cheated on by an ex, right? The audacity this shit. So I got cheated on by by an ex one time and. It, it, told, it really wasn't fully her fault, 
Like, I was kind of not invested in the relationship, you know, and people can tell, you get what I'm saying? That and, like, this other guy was convincing her that I was, like, seeing other chicks and things like that, whatever, which I wasn't, but regardless of, and, you know, um, and what got me so tight was, like, yo, you're cheating with people who, or you're interested in people who see the facade that you build instead of being cool with the person who sees you when the makeup's off, when the hair is down, this and that, whatever, who knows your bad habits and stuff. But it's because people have options or they feel they have options and they quit easily. Mm-hmm. So that's just the way things are now. Now with music, if you just build your foundation and you don't quit and you just make sure you take the right steps, you're good. People just feel like record a song, home, get a home studio. They don't know how to mix. They don't know how to engineer. They don't want to invest in the, in the right things to get going. Throw a song online and they're going to succeed. And they don't see the legwork behind everything. Yeah, nah, bro. People, it, it's because uh, social media makes it look so easy. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, look at look at like some of the people that have blown up in the past couple of years. You know, no, no shade to anybody because you know they're making money and I'm not. Right. But uh, Lil Pump, for example, you right. know, that's very like it's very easily digestible music, and people listen to that and they're like, "Yo, this dude just repeated Gucci Gang twenty times. If he can do it, why can't I?" Yeah. And I had that mentality too. Don't get me wrong. Right. People don't see like, "Yo, this kid." Poured a shit ton of money and shit ton of time into making sure that these people heard this song. Yeah, like yeah. the video itself, bro. There's no way you get a tiger into a into an elementary school. A tiger. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you remember that video? Yes, Dude, yeah. He was walking around with a tiger and like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like yeah, bro. Like you think people were drawn to the song because of the song, or do you yeah. think it was because of the aesthetic of Lil Pump? And but you know another thing too. The thing about artists who tend to be, no offense to anyone that's listening. Um, garbage artists or artists that are like whack or artists that like don't make like you know they just make trendy music or whatever they do the difference between them and a lot of successful artists who are a lot of artists who could be successful that are nice and lyrical and have content is you can't tell the whack artists that they're whack like they believe that they are the shit they speak it into the universe they I'm big on like whatever you say the universe and how you act is what you're gonna get you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty much what it is. You just have to be so in tune with what you want to do in life. They don't have a plan B. I put, I put a, um, a, cat, a, a thing the other day to on Instagram that said pretty much anybody with a plan B has a plan A that failed. Like, that's it. Your plan, if you have a plan B, your plan B should be to make your plan A work. work. Yeah. But it should always be about plan A. Mm-hmm. Never about plan B. Plan B is not supposed to be your crutch. Because that means you're prepared to break your leg. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it should never be about that. It should be like, yo, I need to do this so I can make my plan A work. And a lot of artists that I've been around, that I've helped manage, that I've, you know, whatever, they get derailed. Like, they have the craziest talent, but then their plan B kicks in. Like, mm-hmm. they just, they're at work and they're seeking. Like, if you have a job, you should not be seeking big promotions at your job. Like, that's how I look at it. You get what I'm saying? Like, if, if, you, if you want, if your goal is to not work for somebody, so if your goal is to eventually work for yourself, why are you trying to be promoted and work longer hours for someone else's company? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless you know within yourself that it's short term and you're going to get more money and then use that towards your own shit. And that's different. But that's why little pumps get on. People look at Macklemore and it's like, yo, Macklemore got all these awards and he was independent. Nah, bro. Macklemore was rich. You know what I'm saying? Like he has mad money. He also had investors that gave him money. Word. He also spent a lot of money to have the right team around him even though he was independent. Yeah, bro. And people don't understand that. Yeah, dude. It's uh it's it's so much more than just making music. 
And yo, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like the first, the first couple of songs that I made when I started this whole thing off, bro. I really thought it was that simple. I right. really thought it was just like, yo, let me put this really good song up on SoundCloud and send like send links to everybody, spam my link to people, and people will listen and they'll like it. But it's so much more than that, bro. It's like you have to make. You have to make videos. You have to show. You have to embody a personality into your music yeah. and into the world. And you have to be more than just someone that makes music. You have to be this entire character. That like, yeah, think about it, bro. Like everybody that you see out in the big in the game right now, in some way or form, there's a character there. You sound like me. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, bro. Fact. Like, think about it. Like Logic, for example. Logic is the underdog that you don't that you really want to win. And like, yeah, he dropped a couple bad albums, but even then, like his fans, bro, they still are like, yo, I just want him to win. Like, and see, that's the point I was trying to make before when we were talking about um, how music is being quickly released. Mm -hmm. You don't get time to know the artists outside of maybe social media or whatever if the artist isn't personal in their music. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like you said it. Like, if you think about your favorite artist, you just don't think about the artist, but you think about you said character to me. I say brand. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. what it is. It's their brand. And that's what, you know, um, the best way to tell an artist's fan base is based on their brand, right? So if you can drop a project right now, mm -hmm. however people would, how many, however many people, this is the reality of it, however many people would download or buy your album just off of you promoting it and letting it, letting you know that it's out without any major person pushing it or any major company pushing it, that's right now your target fan base. Yeah. So when a lot of artists went major and they were selling millions of millions of albums with a major label behind them and then they went independent and they sold 50,000, that 50,000 is their core fan base. Yeah, that's yeah. the people that are rock with them. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't have a machine pushing you. You just have you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can even make more money with going independent than you could if you had uh, a major label, you know, backing you. Um, because you're not doing as many splits. Um, but that's your immediate fan base. So, but those, those immediate fan, base, fan bases are, are based upon your brand. And like I told you about Joe Budden. Yeah. Like, his, like I fell in love with Joe Budden, like, musically, because he was lyrical and he was dope and this and that, whatever. But the more I learned about his brand, like you said, he has three or four albums about, like, relationships. They're literally called No Love Lost, Some Love Lost, All Love Lost. Great albums. Great albums. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Great albums. And it's like, and even in those albums, the people would think that he's talking about his relationships. I think he's talking about himself. If you think about it. He has relationship songs in there. But and you if you listen to the the, the, the the meat of pause, the meat of the album, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> like if you listen to it of the album, then you can kinda tell like he go he's going through battles within himself. Oh yeah. All of his relationship songs, he's not just talking about his girl fucking up. He's talking about reasons why he's it's him. Up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he, he tells you about that. So that's dope. Logic is the the, the biggest underdog oh, like yes. we have right now. Like, wow. it's, he's dope, but nobody wants him to win. It's crazy. Like, it is really insane, bro. Like, yeah. and just going off of that, bro, like, you know, you have all these. All these artists, man, like, we're talking about brands. I used to think of it like brands. But then, as I delved more into, like, you know, the artistic side of it and less of the business side, because, I, you know, I have great people behind me yeah. that, you know, take on a um, large load of, uh, pause, large, large part of the, uh, pause. 
uh, of the business part. And so I get to, I'm, I'm blessed in that I get to focus on the creativity part. So I sat there for a very long time and I'm like, all right, how do I get uh, these people to see me as just less, how do I get them to see me as not Rafid and more graphic? And so like you start embodying this whole thing within your music and like, like you said, I, I never really um, got into Joe Budden like that just because like, because you don't make songs about girls, so we, that's why. No, not even that. Bro. <laughs> there ain't no why. Like, no, not even that, bro. It's like uh, you're a drink. Just the way the way that the way that the way that he's carried himself in like interviews and stuff lately, bro. Mm. Like, it, it just kind of turned turned me off from him as like a person. But why? Because, bro, like. I think I think a lot of the bias is because I really like Logic and the stuff that he says about Logic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also it's like a bunch of other artists too, you know. Right. Like he's, I, I don't like people that are very quick to shit on someone else. I just think he's honest, and I yeah. feel like the industry doesn't have a lot of I people that. that's honest now. I just feel like he's at a position right now where he doesn't have to, he doesn't owe anybody an explanation. Mm-hmm. Like he does, he doesn't, he doesn't need you for a feature because he's not rapping anymore. Yeah. He doesn't work with the labels, so he doesn't have to please the labels. He either likes what you do or he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the label is, industry is so fake where people front like they like people for collaborations. For oh, I don't want this label to get mad at me, so let me act like this, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna front that I'm I like this. Person yeah, you get what I'm saying? So exactly. And, and and I don't think I think Joe's problem is and mind you, I think I, I I'm a fan of Joe, but I I definitely am, am able to identify reasons why people would think he's an asshole. I think Joe's problem is it maybe not be what he says, but how he says it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's always what it is. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's with a lot of us, and that's what's so Kanye. real. Yeah, um, uh, that's so. Kanye is another one. People think Kanye is crazy, and I be listening to him like, Nah, if you had just moved the, that word and put that word here, he doesn't yeah. know how to articulate himself properly. No, I don't think it's that. That's, I that's think not I that. Think it's like for where people understand. Think about yeah. it. Though. Think think about um just recently. Think about the whole Harriet Tubman thing that he said, right? Right. Like, right. bro. If if you if you analyze what he said, you know, like you could tell what he was saying. Like, you know, Harriet Tubman, you know, it's not that she didn't it's not that she sold like all these slaves back to white people up right. in the north. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, she where see the opportunity. All, it's like white people run everything that that like all these uh, people of color are working for. He just you know doesn't know I mean? how to say things and, sometimes. Uh, He's but, just so emotional. Like Yeah, dude. He he lets his emotions get the better of him and he says stuff that catches headlines. Because what he I, said wasn't wrong. Like But if, he's been doing this his entire career. Like think about George Bush doesn't care about black people. There is definitely a better way to say that, but he straight up was like George Bush doesn't care about black people. Uh, but is there a better way to say that? Right? Um, like if you think about it, is there a better way to say that? Because we we started talking about when you're a kid and you curse, right? Exactly. At the moment that you feel that emotion, why are we telling Kanye that that's a bad way to say it? Kanye, within his heart, you can look at his face. He looked pitiful. He looked like George Bush is a kid. Like, this, this is not in the cue cards. No one asked you to say this. Yeah. Did you see Chris Tucker's face afterwards? Yeah, we're Chris Tucker's like, back. <laughs> He's like, uh, <laughs> and Chris Tucker's black. He's like, yo, all right, what do we do now? But it's like... That's how he felt. He felt like George Bush can't care about us. Like, why am I here? So it's just, I like artists like that. Yeah. Like, I, I like that. artists that hard on their sleeve. I'm going to fuck up. I'm going to just tell you how I feel. Right. Or, yo, all right. So, damn. I hate talking about politics, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody a fan of Trump in here? Oh, hell no. Okay, no. cool. Right. So no one's a fan of Trump, right? But like, Trump is also a person who is like an asshole. But that's just who he is. Like, 
he's always been an asshole. Like, if you think about it, like, yeah. you get what I'm saying? So it's like, now you give an asshole that big of a, the biggest platform in the world? Bro. What do you think is going to happen? But, but here's yeah, the it's thing like, with that. Here's the thing with Trump, bro. I think, I think Trump is extremely smart in that he knows who he's talking to. Right. And he says exactly what these people are feeling. Right. Not what right. he's feeling. Right. I don't think... I genuinely, yo, like, this is definitely, like, going to be taken out of context and people are going to cancel me, but right. I don't think Trump is inherently racist. And I don't think Trump is inherently, like, you know, like, yes, he's, he's a fucking terrible person, but I don't, like, bro, he hires, he hires people of color to work for him. He hires this, this, and this, but... Right. He knows the people that are gonna vote for him, and these people hate people. They might cancel you for saying that vote that that higher thing. That's like saying I have a black friend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so they yeah, might no, cancel you because no, of that. Yeah. Yeah, but bro. I will cancel you because I get what you're saying. Yeah. But like, to to piggyback off of that, I I had this conversation a couple weeks. Look at Donald Trump. Like he's not the youngest person, right? So that's number one. Mm -hmm. Then you have to think about our first influences and the people that were around most of the time. So his parents, right? I'm pretty sure they were. Having pro to some racist shit, you know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure their parents may have been pro to some racist shit, but it doesn't mean that he is because that's become filtered. Where as you go down the generations, some people are like nah, like my parents are off, but it doesn't mean that they lose the dialogue, even though they don't mean it within their hearts. And he's from New York, like we're blunt, we just say whatever the fuck is on our mm, minds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, do I think he's racist? No, I don't think he's racist. I just think that he is playing the game, mm -hmm. and I think sometimes he just says things that's without thinking because he's from New York he just says things with whatever like he has no censor button to him like I just watched him give a dumbass explanation about the COVID exams you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, he's the like HBO commercial, the HBO interview Jesus oh Christ God. bro he's like well yeah there's more results because we're doing more testing nigga duh you know what I'm saying like duh like, that's how we're finding out that's how we're finding out more results because we're doing more testing stupid but it's like to him it's like it's a breakthrough. Like, no, well, we have more results because we're doing more testing. So we're not, people aren't dying. We just have more results because of more testing. I'm like, well, isn't that showing us that more people are dying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to him, it just makes sense. So it's like, I like people like that. Like, yeah, I, I like, get you. I get you. I, I, and Joe Budden to me is like that. Like, he's just like, Kanye is like that. Like, mm -hmm. and Kanye also was someone who, if you study these artists and you know the artists that you like, Kanye is depressed as fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kanye's been depressed since his mother died. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been the same. I think, was... I think that, like, because if you, if you, like, just look at, like, not even just the music, but him as a person from yeah. before that happening to after that happening, it's, like, it's night and day. It's night and day. It's night and day. I've never seen a bigger change. Mm -hmm. The only change besides that that was bigger was probably when they switched... Ants and Fresh Prince. You know what I'm saying? And Vivian was two different oh, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like, that's like a big difference. Like, I went there one day and I saw light-skinned Aunt Viv. Well, who the hell is this lady? You know <laughs> and, and that's like Kanye after his mom died. Mm -hmm. He had a girlfriend that was like his childhood girlfriend, a girlfriend he grew up with yeah. that he raps about in the beginning. You know, um, you get what I'm saying? She throwed a dy the dynasty sign. She's a Delta, but she's been throwing that dynasty sign. Yeah. That's yeah. about his girl that he was with. And then his mother dies, and then he gets with. Yeah, Amber Rose. Rose. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like someone that's completely different than uh -huh. whatever. As a matter of fact, you made a song called Gold Digger, and then you probably got one of the top five quote unquote Gold Diggers to get Amber Rose. So you could tell that he just wasn't there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, that depression shit is different, yeah, bro. bro. He. Kanye is one of my biggest, uh, my one of my biggest influences because yeah. of that. because he. 
he very much is um, him, Kid Cudi. Oh, uh, bro, yes. like they yes. they wear their heart on their sleeve and they show you everything. And yeah, I, I could see why people are like, oh, it might be like you know, it turns me off from that because I'd rather listen to Fifty Cent talk about you know. But Fifty like, does it too. Just a Fifty does it too. Way. But it's, it's, it's just, a very different way. The Kid Cudi uh, comment just reminded me of something that Sean Price said in an interview back in two thousand nine. He's like, someone asked him what was, there, what was his opinion on uh, Kid Cudi. He's like, yo, if you put me in the same playlist as Kid Cudi, you're not my fan. <laughs> but I was why? Just like, I was yeah, like, because he's like he's on some tough shit. You know, Sean Price was a like. Have you heard the shit that he spit back in the day? Of course. Come yeah. on, like. The, that was insane for me when I heard that, and then when I like when I heard first heard about Cody, right, like day and night, right, and when that first came out on the radio, I'm like, it's kind of getting too repetitive. But I was like, I kind of got it as a bit older. But then I was kind of just like, yeah, I guess. But like it kind of just seems like it's still like how do you call it, centered to one specific audience, you mm -hmm. know? I think day and night is a bad example of a Kid Cudi song. Exactly. Because, but I see why they did it. No, I get why you felt that way too because I felt that same um, way. I felt that this is like. Alright, enough already. But yeah. I felt that way about swimming pools also. Like I got tired of hearing swimming pools by, by Kendrick. Yeah. That's but, like my least favorite song on that album. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That might be my least favorite Kendrick song, period. It's like it's uh, up there. Yeah, that, yeah, but I don't think it's because it's a bad song. I think it's just I just heard it way too much. It's just because the radio overplays it. Yeah. The radio yeah. Song. Maybe because it's on the radio in two thousand nine, two thousand ten so much. I wouldn't say it's the worst Kendrick song, but like it's Mm, it's there. Uh, for me, it's God, bro. The Is God, it? The God? <laughs> that shit was so whack. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shit. This what God feel like? <laughs> Walking to the bank. Like, I'm like, come on. <laughs> the fuck is this? I can see that, too. I can definitely see that. Yeah. I can I, see that. But I don't know. I mean, with swimming pools, bro, it's like... I, I don't like that song, but here's the thing. I, I never really listened to... I only started really listening to albums like that, right. like, maybe three years ago. You know what I mean? I've always been more like, oh, this song really sticks out to me. Oh, or, this nah, is the bro. Vibe. Yeah, 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 bro. Like, it's, it's Some different. of the album cuts are the best songs. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, it's crazy. The best and then, like, song yeah. Man on the Moon 2. One of oh the best Cuddy yeah. songs yeah. ever. Yes. I, listened to, I yes. listened to Sing of Me, I'm Dying of Thirst, like, yeah. literally three years ago, bro. And I'm like, wow, this is one of the best hip hop songs I've ever heard, like, ever. I can't believe I missed out on this. And my pre my previous perception of Kendrick was the dude that made swimming pools. Yeah. So, bro, like listening to albums, I think it's completely changed everything. See, my method has is, it's been different these last couple of years. If your song sounds good or decent. I'm listening to your album to see what made you choose this song because I know it's the label that made you, especially if you're signed. Mm -hmm. This the, the label made you push this or you thought this is the song that works. Let me hear what's more. Like a lot of my favorite Young Thug songs aren't like singles. My favorite songs from anybody. I can't tell you singles that are like my favorite. You name the artist. Like, favorite singles. Like any, any, anybody. Like Nas. Like my favorite Nas songs aren't singles. Mm -hmm. Like, you know... Um, Aerosmith, like I, I'm that much of a person, like stay like anybody you could name right now, like I was just never a fan of like their major singles, like because I hate, I also hate, and this is stupid and this is very selfish of me, I hate when people fall in love with like my favorite artists. Yes, bro, that's how I felt about Travis. Like Travis was like <laughs> totally antisocial yeah. for like 2015, yeah. and then yeah. when I saw him on Wild and Out, I'm like. Oh, he has friends now. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 yes, man. Like, like all this shit about like rodeo being recorded in the dark and all yeah. the only lights that were on in the room were the ones that are on the screens and shit. And then he drops birds. I'm like, 
Yeah, Did you just steal that Drake beat? I swear to yeah, God. That got me tight. I get tight. I hate when my, my artists get successful and uh, everybody knows That's though. the hipster in you. I used to hate that shit. Bro. Back in 2012, I started listening to Logic like when Undeniable, yeah, yeah, yeah. that mixtape yeah, yeah. dropped. And he was like my little secret, like nobody really knew. And then like he got really big, like 2015. And did you feel a ways about that? Or did you? Sort of. I was happy from that. You're happy, happy of course. Yeah. Succeeding, but yeah. like, I'm like, damn. I know about this guy way Because now your favorite song is everyone else's favorite song and then everyone relates to it. I felt that way about... I felt that way about Joe. Mm -hmm. I felt that way about... Um, like on the R&B tip, like her, the singer her. Yeah, her. I felt, that, I, 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 I felt that way about Drake. Like, my first introduction to Drake was like... Um, I, was, I was dating this chick. And... Uh, no, I wasn't dating her. I, was, I wasn't supposed to be dating her. I was talking <laughs> to this chick, right? Damn, I was dating... Shit, I didn't know I was dating her. I was talking to this friend... Well, let me lie and tell you a whole different story. So my first, <laughs> my first introduction to Drake was I was in a car with a bunch of my friends and um, somebody was playing Drake. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, this is kind of dope. Who is this? And in my mind, I don't know what the guy looks like. I'm not picturing anything. I'm just like, yo, this sounds dope. And they're like, yo, this is a guy that came to my college and performed. And I was like, your college? You know what I'm saying? I was like, who the fuck? Yeah. Oh, no, my sister's college. That's, that's what he said. He said, yo, this guy that went to my sister's college and performed, and she bought the CD back. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, what the fuck? I was like, yo. And I heard the whole, I think it was comeback season or something. I don't know what it was. It was a mixtape, Drake. Uh, yo, I'm lying to you. It was so far gone. It was, oh. It was, like, so far gone before it got really, really big. Wow. Like, before yeah. it got. Like, when it, like, probably around the time when it dropped. Before it got before Wayne picked up on it, oh, before okay, we started okay. pushing it, oh, it was okay, like okay. when it was like raw, raw, like oh yeah, the Kanye video. Yes, before before any of that, like it, yeah. was, it was right before that. It was like before that, and I, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Because there wasn't as many songs on the CD, like, but it was like the um, I think the first song that made me think he was crazy was the Kanye record that he did over. Yeah, the yeah, how yeah. do I feel so? Oh my god, I was like, yo, who so is this? It's like a demo of. So far gone. Yo, bro, I don't even know, but she played the shit, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this person?" And she said, "Oh, it's this guy Drake." And this and that, whatever. And right? It still had the what was the Atlanta, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas song on it too. I don't remember if I heard that song because it was a short ride, but I remember I heard the 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 Kanye freestyle over it, over that beat, and I remember I heard um, uh, the shit that he did with Omarion. Um, I remember Brea's interlude or somebody whatever like that I heard I'm trying to remember the track yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that one um, the Lloyd record I remember the oh, record yeah. with Lloyd yeah. so it's like um, the spend every night in the studio and I'm like yo this guy sings too like, this, this shit is dope and then he got popping out of nowhere and I was so tight I was like I was happy for him cause like it's like yo his music is dope but I was like, damn, I just like that feeling of that of knowing somebody that no one else knows yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I'm I saying think. that underground hipster vibe of mm -hmm. like knowing somebody dope and that's why I like the independent scene too because like mm -hmm. certain artists like are just really like you're one of the artists who I like like certain artists is like really really dope and you're a fan of them you know what I'm saying and like I hated that with Drake I hated that with uh, Joe Budden um, old Kendrick because I've listened to Kendrick for mad long Logic I always knew Logic was going to be big yeah you just had that like you that just, mentality you just know it bro he had the hunger in him you just know it you yeah. just know it. It just made no sense why he wouldn't be. If Logic was not big, the industry would be a bunch of haters. A hundred percent. And I still feel like they still are. You get what I'm saying? Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, Network. Huh? I mean, like, 
aren't there still haters in the industry either way? Of course. So yeah. what would what would logic like introduce so different? Now the logic was just like that energy, bro. It's like you you just really wanted him to win, and like he just his mentality and like the way that he rapped, bro. It's like he was it's like he was rapping for that number one spot, you know. But see. Just like you said that, there's a whole bunch of people that wouldn't want someone like Logic to win. Because mm. this goes based upon what you said before about looks. Or about, you know, musically becoming a threat. Like, it's kind of reason, like, for example, when Drake and Meek Mill were dissing each other. Like, oh, yeah. who really thought Drake would win that? Do you get what oh, I'm saying? no way, yeah. bro. Do you get what I'm saying? I was team Meek for, like... Uh, Dude, like, from the minute Meek tweeted right. until I heard back-to-back, -back, I was like, yo, Meek got this, bro. Even charged up. I'm well, like, Meek won. Dude. Uh, Meek won what? Meek won. Have you heard more, Pete? Nah, bro. You're bugging. You're no, bugging, hold on, bro. hold on. Listen, listen. <laughs> listen. Let me explain. Listen, Drake won that, I'll explain why Drake won that beef right now. I'll explain right after. Meek had, to, <laughs> Meek had to walk in the clubs for a year after that song dropped, and he had to hear that shit. That feeling was sudden. Night after night, bro. How would you feel if you're, you're in your club. own city? And this dude's diss track against you is playing while you're around all your homies and people that have supported you since day one, bro. Okay. <laughs> yes, that is true. War Pains was a better song. I will say that. Then what? Was the story behind then what? Then, then I think it was a better diss track. Like, than back to back. Hell no. I think okay, it was wait, a better wait. diss track. Can I just sum up this one day that I remember very well? Yes. So, okay, I'm, I'm listening to Beats 1 Radio because that's how I really pick up with like what yeah, artists yeah, yeah. are dropping really quickly, mm -hmm. you know? And Drake's on his show, right? And he not, and then he drops Summer 16, right? And he does all the disses, you know. Oh my God, I got a bigger pull than Kanye. Tory Lanez, you ain't shit, right? <laughs> right? 30 minutes later, right? War pain drops, right? And it's a total response just going straight towards him after that. And you're thinking like, oh wow, this is a pretty quick recorded song, right? Like right. you're like, wow, like, like Meek was like straight to the studio. Meek was sitting at a Sixers game courtside when that shit dropped. It's like he already, he was like playing chess just by him sitting at that courtside because he already knew that there was a mole in Drake's team. Someone was already like giving information towards Meek already about how this shit's happening. And they also who, who do you think really won that chess game? Meek or Drake? Well, Meek lost because he got him a Drake or something. He got Meek Drake lost, on the album. Meek lost for a bunch of different reasons. And it just wasn't getting Drake. Because he got Drake on the album years afterwards. Yeah. He needed Drake year. to save his career. No, he really did. To That's, bring it back. Of course. Me getting locked up, in my opinion, and doing whole doing the whole prison reform and stuff like that, whatever, helped him. Uh, because when he locked up, you know, you're away from the public for a while. You're one of our newest street rappers, so everybody wants you to come out and this and that, whatever. We know that you got locked up for bullshit. Um, bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So we feel bad about that. Drake... You know what I'm saying? Reaches out to you when you get out of jail and then you guys do the song together and, and you guys piece up. That helped. That and Nicki Minaj kind of helped him too. Mm -hmm. Like, being with Nicki Minaj helped him oh, save his book a lot. But Drake was whooping that ass. Like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I really, dude, like, after that, bro, I really thought for a very long time that there's no one that could touch Drake in terms of a diss battle just because of how how influential Drake is, bro. Drake could infiltrate the radio with the diss track yeah. and still continuously get play for months on end. Well, he's been tricky with that because, like, Pusha T's been someone who's been yeah, able see, to do it. Push yeah, see, so Pusha, yeah. Pusha, 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 Pusha. And now Drake doesn't let anything that Pusha, anything that seems like, because, you know, Pusha had a verse that was dissing Drake on the Pop Smoke album. Yeah. And Drake made his phone calls. They're alleged, they're alleged that Drake made his phone calls and got that song off of the album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, and it's not the first time that Drake has done that type of stuff against yeah. Pusha. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Drake can't take Pusha by himself. So I feel like that's it. Joe Budden was another one. Drake didn't really respond to Joe Budden. And Joe was like, song-wise, was killing Drake. Mm. Drake just didn't really care to respond. I think there's certain people that Drake knows that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, I don't really want to go against you. Yeah. Because like, Drake, there's a lot of people in his career. He's just common. What he yeah. was, you know what I'm saying? Which is, you know, uh, it bothers me when the guys get to act like they broads. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was crazy. Um, he, he, uh, he did yay and Cuddy too. So many different yeah. times. So yeah, many I felt different like that times. that shit was on call for on the Two Birds, One Stone where he dissed Cuddy when Cuddy went, went into yeah, the rehab yeah. shit. I was like, yeah. I, after that point, I was just like, fuck Drake, Drake's man. a super villain. Can we just admit that? Like, Drake is just a standard super villain. Like, who really needs a manner? Nah, bro, Canada? I think it's changed. I think ever since Drake got booed off of uh, Camp Fognaw, right. I, think, I think the narrative has changed. I think people are rooting for Drake again. Nah. I agree with him. I said the same thing. I said to me, all right, so like, damn it, this is going to get deep. So like, is the Joker really a villain? Uh, depends on your standards of chaos. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or is he just someone that's like trying, like, was Thanos a villain? Nah, Thanos, Thanos was... Thanos was someone that had a twisted way. Thanos, was a twi Thanos had a twisted way of doing good things. But Joker, Joker was just straight up a terrorist, bro. Like Joker. Batman was, was a ter was a terrorist too. I, I don't know. This Dr guy, this guy Batman had a was just a guy with too much funding. Who Batman? <laughs> Way too much. Like, he was his own terrorist yeah, organization. Yeah, he was. Like, eventually, the funding should have been cut. Like, nah, it was crazy. Like, you made a whole plan to kill your whole group. Like, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Facts, like, facts. like, yeah, Superman and everybody. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why are you even thinking this stuff? So, Batman is sick in the head as well, right? Yes. Drake is someone who I feel like is, is like, he's a villain. I just feel like it's cool to see him win. Mm. But it's like, nah, bro. Like, no, like it's, not, it's not how you do it. If you can make phone calls and get someone's diss song, like you're supposed to be competitive. You're a rapper too. Word. So why he would always you... talks about that too? He's like, yo, rap is a sport. Rap is this. Rap yeah, but then the moment someone competes, you get their song taken yeah. off the album. Yeah. They rap. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, right? Like, like sometimes when people will call him shit out, right? And yeah. then all of a sudden that artist kind of goes big. And you're like, oh, good job. He did that with literally Griselda. Like in 2018, yes. he started doing the, the Scott Hall shit, and then Westside Gun was like, "Yo, what, and like now everybody's dressing like wrestlers now. Yeah. Like we already did this shit already. Like yeah. what the fuck?" Yeah, and then he sides with them because he plays the same. Drake is very, very safe. Yeah, because there's no way that Drake would survive in a battle with Benny, bro. Oh, they have a song together. Yeah, 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 yeah no, but yeah, if, yeah. If, if they were, if they started like trading bars, Benny would end it. I don't even think Drake would compete with him. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And Drake, then Westside kind. Of, well, I don't want to say that. Um, I think Westside kind of might have dissed Drake a bit. Right. I thought that as well. Where like, you saw that hold up, that ain't Valet. Yeah. For the pop star song, you know? Because yeah. it kind of just sounds like he's ripping off Valet's flow. And even Valet commented with the laughing emojis. Yeah. Nah. I don't think that, I don't, I think that, you know, Benny's, I can't say why, but I feel like to get Drake on your song is smart, right? Yeah, of course. But I think a lot of people just don't really fuck with him like that. Especially if like, you're really an artist artist and like, you like the competitive nature of music because that's what's so cool about rap the fact that you I can love, I, I love, love battle rap I love the, the way that you can like just respond to different artists talking shit about you or just show off that you're nice to the next one like I love that and if you're an artist who can make a phone call and get that song taken off, I'm like, you're an asshole. It's like you own, it's like you own the team, bro. It's you're an asshole. It's like, not fair. You're like, not a player. Look, you're, you're like a CEO. You're look like what he did with Meek. It was, a, it was enough for you to just make the song at Meek. But then, okay, cool. You got it playing everywhere that he's at. All right, cool. You're sending bottles to Charlemagne. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're donating money to his school. 
Like, like he oh, played he chess the whole deep, way round. So yeah. anywhere Meek went, like you couldn't hear. And I also feel like Drake probably felt a way about Nicki Minaj. Like I feel like Drake was always fascinated with Nicki. Oh yeah. I mean, so like, who else would drop a verse like that on only? While Lil Wayne's like, it's like it's like I wouldn't. But if I did, if I did, <laughs> and then he was like, and then meanwhile Drake's like, I never did, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I swear, man. It's yeah. Not. <laughs> yeah. Is that your girls' tour? Is that your world tour? Or your girls' tour? Like, come on, bro. Like, Drake, are you serious? Like, he's the not- man just literally got out of prison too while he was at it. Like, what tour was he gonna promote? Right. <laughs> like, come on. And his girl is like the biggest, one of the biggest artists in the world. So, yeah, I wish my girl had like a big tour like that. I'd be on her tour too. I wouldn't care. But that's it. So that's music, man. That's just like, it's fun. Yeah, bro. It's fun. Rap is rap is such a hip hop in general, bro. It's such a unique space because you look at any other artist or like any other genre of music, bro. There's definitely like you know, indie rock artists aren't dissing each other on their songs. Yeah, they're just fighting. They just get straight to fighting. Yeah, just straight up fighting each other up, bro. Yeah. I mean, they kind of throw the subs at each other. Like back in the '60s, Simon and Garfunkel made a song that pretty much just made fun of Bob Dylan the entire time. You know, nice. They were, they were yeah. just like, they were like, I've been iron branded, nearly branded communist because I'm left-handed. Like you know, because it's just like this bar. I'm like war. Clever. Like it doesn't make sense because Bob Dylan lyrics don't make sense yeah. in the first place. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is like with hip hop, bro. Like no other genre has their foundation in that. You know what I mean? Hip hop starts up with like you know like freestyle battling and rap battles are such a big part of the culture. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. like if you if you can't. If you don't have a better bars than someone, then that person's automatically better than you. It's not like you know, this person's good at one thing and this person's good at one thing. Yeah. People are, uh, there's a lot of comparison in hip hop. And so that's why I always, I, I like to think of it now as like a sport because think about yeah. it, bro. Yeah. People, the same way that athletes are working out 24 seven, trying to get like Kobe, bro. Rappers are writing 24 seven, trying to get like, uh, trying to get like the Kendricks and the Colts. That's true. You know what I mean? It's it's literally a sport, and you have you have like you said it before. When people sign to majors, you know, just that terminology in itself. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Because there, are how many like small independent, uh, you know, minor labels are there? Right. That's like the minor leagues, bro. Right, right. It's like you don't hear about it right. as often, but they're still there. They're still competing. And I always say that too. The two can exist without you having to go to the 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 majors. You 100%, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can be successful in the minors, but some people want more money. That's why some people in sports they want to get that major contract. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I think the allure of you know just the lifestyle that's presented with being part of a major like label and being it's on finance versus popularity. Top. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. what it is because people artists don't understand how much money you give away by getting that popular look. Yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? Like if you you know gamble away your publishing, you write off your catalog, you have somebody owning your masters, like. You sign a contract where you're doing a 360 deal. Like, if you put in the legwork and you get the right team independently, then you can do this by yourself and get more money instead of giving away so much of your percentage um, of stuff. And you have to sell as big as another regular artist doing. Oh, still hell no. Like, hell like, no. The way Griselda, like, they literally don't even sell that big. But the merchandise is so crazy, crazy with it. Same merchandise is awesome. But they have a great team, though. And, oh, that's, yeah. and that's what they have. And that's what, like, like you, like, your talent. Like, do you have a, a, a team around you? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, who's I your have, team? I have these two guys right here. This is, dude, this is the only guy that works as hard as I do. Because, that's like, important. I'll write a song, 
and he'll have it mixed in the next two hours. For I'm example. still gonna tweak it. I just yeah, demo. Just him, but but I send him a demo. And the next this dude, day of, and this dude, me and him are on the phone twenty four seven just discuss, discussing marketing. You know, and then on top of that, you know, I have I have um, my my guy uh, Vader back in California, bro. He he's he takes up a lot of the you know running the ads on Facebook and stuff, trying to get people to um, you know click on the stuff. And that's where like a lot of the and you know you have people that what I've always wanted to do is I want people that don't want the money. You know what I mean? Like the money's cool and all, and of course that's a goal. You you want to be financially right, stable, right, 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 of course. Right, right. But it's about yo, are we making dope music? And you know, do people like the music? And do people feel comfortable and safe listening to the music? Because my whole right. thing is like yo, I want you to be like my family. I don't all of my fans are people that I know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I talk to them on a daily basis. Right. I sit and I have conversations with them. I know about, like, you know, where they're going to college or, like, uh, how their scholarships are doing or, if like, you know, the party that they went to the other yeah. day. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's my whole thing. Is like, I always just want to be around, like, a family. And that includes my team. Uh, that includes my fans. That includes, you know, people that I... Not even part of my team, but just, like, you, bro. Like, you know, you're not someone that obviously is using anything for monetary gain. Right, no, yeah. You're doing it straight up because for the culture, yeah. for, you know, because you saw something dope in me, which, thank you, by the way, but yeah, you saw something sure. dope in me and you wanted me to speak. Yo, you know, the funny thing is, the funny the funny thing is, like, um, people don't understand how much money as independent, whatever you do, producer, mm -hmm. artist, whatever, how much money we shell out. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, we, yeah, bro. We put out, like, even when I do some of these events, like, it was like, yo, you got to pay for the venue. You got to pay for the bar. You got to pay for security, pay for yeah. DJ. Like, it's a lot. But it's rewarding because you build these relationships with people. Hell like, yeah. a lot of my close friends I met through music. Mm -hmm. Like, closer than family. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for that thing, I wouldn't change at all. Like, it's like, you know, and then you become fans of people who, like, I can name you successful artists out right now that were, like, I would do, I would doing shows with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've turned down deals myself as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so it's like, it's all about just what you want out of it. Do you want the fame and or do you want the finances? Like I don't. I would never. I battle with it all the time. Like I don't want to be OD popular. Like I don't want to be that. I want to be able to go outside and go grocery shopping. Yeah, like I want to be able to just chill with my friends when I want to. I want to be able to just you know and and I'm careful. Like I tiptoe on that line all the time. But here's here's the thing. Like with me, I feel like and I don't know. Maybe this is just selfish of me, right? But. I've grown up around so many kids that love music just like I do. Yeah. That, you know, love all these different things, bro. I've known skateboarders. I've known people that love clothes. I know people that want to get into podcasting. You know, I know people that want to do all these different things. And they look just like me. And they have families that are just like mine. But they're scared that, you know, they're going to disappoint their parents or they're going to fail. And that fear of failure is something that, like, I live with on a daily basis. You know? like, yeah. I wake up every morning like, yo, I, 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 this might just be pointless. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Yeah. But at the same time, like, as much as I just want to be able to, like, chill, make music, make a living off of music, and go out, whatever, I also feel like I want to be that person that people look to that look like me. And they're like, yo, this dude had the balls to become... A, a very successful rapper not a doctor not a lawyer not an engineer not all these career paths that are that these three career quote paths unquote safe yeah exactly 
You know what I mean? They, someone that took a risk and made it. I want, cause bro, there's so much talent out there, bro. I've, I've met people that are insanely talented, but they're so scared. And that fear is something I've, I've always been, I've always been of the opinion that like, if you're scared of living, you're not living life. Facts. And like, you know, I know people that are like this one kid showed me a shirt design that he had and it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And I'm like, yo, bro, like, you know, I can help. I know people that like, you know, could get this like made for you. And he's like, nah, bro. But like, like if I do this, like my mom's going to get mad at me. And, oh like, shit. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And that I, I want to be that guy that's like, yo, look at me, bro. My parents, my parents don't want me doing this either, but here I am. I took that risk and I made it. So it's like, where do you find that balance of like, I want to just live a comfortable life, but I also want to be like, you know, a, a you, point of inspiration. I feel like you do it on an independent level. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the moment you become too, too major, you become so out of reach. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Like, what separates an artist like, I don't know, like Jay-Z from Jadakiss? I always tell people because Jay-Z is like all the way, all the way up there and you never see Jay-Z. But Jadakiss, you might run into him in a mall. You know what I'm saying? Like right. You may run into him at his juice shop or something like that. People, it doesn't fantasize, mean, people fantasize about having lunch with Jay-Z. Yeah, which is crazy. And it's like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, right, why? Right. You know, it's because the image that they portray of who Jay-Z is. Mm. But, yo, listen, like, some of these other artists can tell you uh, not a lot. Maybe, I don't know. You know, knowledge is, is, is a perception. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, you know, if, but for someone like you, you may get more from sitting down having dinner with Logic or with a Russ or with whatever yeah. than with the Jay-Z. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Someone that has like that independent mind for, mindset and just yeah. like really went after it in, a, in an era where independent was kind of like the, the cool thing to do. You get what I'm saying? Like, around Jay, the whole goal was to get, like, you signed. know, signed, get a yeah. label, get a partnership, you know, this and that, whatever. Because that was the way to be successful. They didn't have the internet like that. Right, you but know like what I'm saying? Now, dude, uh, Tyler, the creator, and Odd Future, bro, love they Tyler. grew up off the internet. Love like, Tyler. They I love that whole camp. All these dominated wave, Das Racist. I love that whole camp. Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. Uh, das Racist, for example, too. Yes. Heems, and, uh, Heems and those guys, bro. Yeah. Their first couple of videos, they were like, they're not amazing in quality. You know what I mean? But they did it. But see, the thing is, all internet. you got to do is build your following. That's yeah. it. And just have the money to invest into the right things. Like mm -hmm. I tell us all the time, get your publishing taken care of. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you have your publishing. Make sure you have, you know, where do you record at? Uh, my house. Okay. And yeah. it's good quality, too. And, I mean, that's also kudos yeah. to you because you're an engineer. You know what I'm yes. saying? He just so learned like, how to mix, like, four months ago, bro. See? And that's, and that's the thing. Like, you have to, like, once you have passionate people around you and you have the money to just, like, take care of the foundation, that's when everything. You know, there's artists that put together, that they put out music for years. They don't have publishing. So you're not, you're, you can stream all you want. But yeah. How are you getting paid? You get what I'm saying? Like, you know, things like that. It's like no visuals, no videos. They don't do shows. They don't, like, nah, they don't invest in, like, a marketing. I tell all independent artists, like, yo, invest in a marketing and branding company. That's mm -hmm. all the ones that were successful did. You get what I'm saying? Like, you have yeah. to put up money for that type of shit. Or else you're gonna, you're just doing it for fun. And then years are gonna go by and you're be like, fuck, why can't I get can't to I the next level? Yep. Yo, think about it. Right? If you could do more, you would have done more already. Oh, 100%. If you could do more, you... If it was up to me, I'd be like six albums. But if you... No, not just musically, but even like with connections and marketing. If you could do more or your circle could do more, why wouldn't they? Some people just don't know how to or they don't have the connections. So you have to always find someone above you 
in the knowledge of things. Like you never start, you never stop learning. hundred percent. Like you bro. never stop learning. I still learning. learn like so much shit. Yeah. I, dude, I just learned about like how to properly market my own ads. You know what I mean? I it was so much trial and error, and just like me dumping money into ads where people only liked and left. But like yeah, you know you have to you have to like really study and like ads are just very tricky too. So mm -hmm. you have to learn ads because yeah. you know everybody wants you to pay for ad space and shit like that. So it's just super super tricky. You have to get things that's like meaningful to what you're trying to put up at the moment. Um, you know, I run like a consulting company, right? Yeah. And recently, I'm like. I've partnered up with someone else who's a friend of mine who she also does shit, but like together, I do things that she doesn't do. She does things that I don't do. We're able to get like stuff at the Grammys and things like that. You get what I'm saying? Like bigger, different type of things. And what's so cool about it is just the learning process. It's like the learning process. Cause we, we're two people who never like feel like we know everything. Mm -hmm. Like we studied all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we're studying and we're learning because yo, the industry is always changing, right? And 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 if you don't adapt with the like, hate to bring him up again, Joe Budden. Another reason why I fucked with Joe so heavy is he was one of the first people on the internet shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was. Yo, we're talking. We're still talking about a guy who only had one major record, major one major deal. Do we know that right? Mm -hmm. As a solo artist, he had one major deal, and that was his first album. He's been independent since then, and oh, then he had the slaughterhouse. Nice slaughterhouse. But that's a group deal. It wasn't even like a yeah, solo yeah, true, deal. True. It was a group deal, right? I love artists like that. You get what I'm saying? Word. Love artists like that. Like Russ? What? Like, yo, Russ is killing. And you know yeah. the things that he's been posing, like those stats that he's been having, like how much money and revenue that he's made based off every single album, like when they first came out. It like, makes no sense. It's, it's crazy. Insane. It's I insane. I was first like kind of shitting on him, and then once I hear about him, hear him out more, I'm kind of like, okay, all right. All right. I just don't like how Russ paid people to beat up Smoke Bird. But yeah, but that's, that's, what, that's what, my only thing. But, like, <laughs> but, like, but did you think Russ was gonna do it? You get what I'm saying? Like, so, <laughs> yeah, like, so, yo, you're a rapper. Rap at him, bro. Smoke Perp wasn't gonna handle you in a, in uh, in bars. But you, you, know, you, you talked about you that fuck J Cole song. <laughs> <laughs> fuck J Cole. Fuck J Cole. But you know what it is? Success. Success just amplifies who you are as a real person. Yeah. So if you were bullied in school, you're not gonna sit around being bullied when you're rich. You gotta just yeah, like, pay someone to do something. That's if you were not to say that Russ was, I don't know that, but mm -hmm. I'm just saying if you were like 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 for example, a lot of people who are, a lot of cops, right? I feel like a lot of cops that are crooked cops in retaliation were bullied. Were bullied. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. were used to being either they were bullied or they were used to being bullies in school, and now yeah. they have a badge. It's like so it's like. You think I'm not gonna be a bully now? I'm protected by this this by uniform. All these laws. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. So yeah. it's like, yeah, it's kind of like um, I heard this one example. Right, I was watching Andrew Schultz's podcast, and one of them said, one person said, I forgot who, but they were like, it's like how fat rappers, right? Fat rappers easily make the best love songs because you, if you think about it, before that they weren't even getting that much girls, right? Because of their image and stuff, right? Facts. So now then now they're just talking about oh the scent of their hair. And shit like that, the small details, you know, because it's like it's not like because when you're a person that gets so many bitches, right? You're just kind of like, oh yeah, I can do like it's like it doesn't matter who all the girls are the same to Juice World's eye. Right, but right. for a big pun, right? He's like, I'm not a player, I just crush a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Think about it. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, bro. But pun wasn't always big. So that was the thing too, because from what I hear, Pun used to like. If you look at old Big Pun pictures, he was like mad skinny and muscular and shit. Like, look it up when you when you have time. Look at old Big Pun pictures. So Pun, so Pun was probably used to getting chicks at the time. You know what I'm saying? But as he got older, like from from stories you hear about Pun, like, and girls like 
that type of shit. It was, yeah, my friend told me, uh, my friend Marlo, uh, that he also was one of, like, was a super dope-ass rapper. So, that sounded crazy. But Marlo uh, told me he's with this girl, and uh, he's with this chick, and she's bad. And he's like, um, they were just selling his business, and he listened to the podcast. She was like, he was like, yo, why are you with me? And she was like, oh, it's because you're fat. He was like, what? It was like, it's not even because of me. Like, I don't make you laugh. And she was like, she was like nah, I just like big guys. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, holy shit, Sid. I was like, yo, he's like, yo. She dead ass just looked me in my eyes and said, oh, it's because you're fat. And she's like, I like, I like being next to somebody fat. And he was like, damn, man. So I'm telling you all these jokes for no reason. Like, I could say these jokes with somebody else. So it was weird. But even look at Biggie. I like the fact that Biggie say, yo, I'm black, ugly as ever. You know what I'm saying? Fat, black, and ugly as ever. Like, we just, that's how we felt about himself. But Big used to get mad chicks. Like, Big, yo, you had Little Kim. You had Faith Evans fighting for you. Charlie Baltimore. Like, you had all these females who were, at the time, bad. You know what I'm saying? Fighting. So, yeah. Music wow. is dope, bro. All right, so what are you working on right now? Um. All right, so album drops in two weeks. No female songs on it. No, nah, this None. is the, the only, <laughs> the, main, the main point of this album is to show people that I can rap. Okay, it's, I like that. Like, it's just, it's bars on bars on bars. Who are you dissing on the album? Nobody? Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> right. Um, is there dissings? Uh, yeah, but there, it's, it's not so much like, it's not so much like straight up like, you know, dissing them, but it's just like, yo, bro, like, you really thought I wasn't able to rap? Like, Who was it? Somebody from Long Island? Uh, yeah, people. A rapper? Nah, no, nah, it's just a gen- it's like a general issue. People, like, oh, bro, I, like you were talking about getting bullied in high school, bro. I I didn't have friends in high school till like my junior year. Really? Yeah, bro. Same. I didn't have friends in general till like junior year. You guys are cool as fuck. I would have thought that. Mm-hmm. Right? I only figured out friends after smoking weed. I was like, why was I so emotional before this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, but it's just like it's really just like I'm just dissing people that like. You know, they, they always, because to this day, bro, there are people like, yo, you really think you have a good album, bro? Like, are you joking? You never had a chance. Really? Type shit. Yeah, all the time, bro. Just the other day. Yeah. A hip-hop Facebook is a cesspool. Is, is the cesspool, It's bro. so fucking These bad. These people, yeah. man. Like, terrible, bro. They're, like, they're brain dead, too. They don't they don't fucking think. They don't yeah, know what they're talking they're, about. They range from uh, saying that me, uh, saying that if I don't have a good beat from an engineer... I'm not good to, uh, I stole bars from some random kid that I've never heard of. Yo, it's a and, and that's the thing. That's a, and the beat doesn't even come, the person said that it beat comes from an engineer. It comes from a producer. Right, You yeah. don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, a lot of people don't know shit. Yeah, bro. Like, I like, learned that. It's, it's really just that, bro. You gotta, just stay, you gotta just stay focused on your ultimate goal and just yeah, don't look right. to the left or the right. Yeah. It's really just dissing people that are ignorant, bro. When is it, when is it coming out? Uh, August 21st. Okay, perfect. Two weeks. And then, uh, right now, we're in the process of finishing up the deluxe, which is, I think, even crazier than the album, Loki. What's different with the, um, the deluxe? More so, songs, obviously. So, for <clears throat> so for the, uh, for the Tour de Tide album, mm-hmm. the, the point is, why should you listen to me? You know? Like, why am, like, you know, I'm good at rapping, and this is why you should listen to me. But for the deluxe, it's going to be like, there's some shit that we need to talk about. Like, America, we need to sit down and have a conversation. That's dope. You know, so it's like, I'm going into mental health. I'm going into, you know, everything that's going on with uh, Black Lives Matter and cops. Uh, I have one of my favorite uh, rappers on there, my friend Cast, who is one of the craziest people I've ever met. Yeah. Yeah, bro, I I got him on there. Um, Just, you know, a lot of talking about, like, you know, my personal journey as an artist, uh, 
all the everything like you know I've lost a lot of money doing it. I've lost a lot of friends doing it. I've lost a lot. Well, of no, not really. People. You got to change your perspective on that too. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I just look at it yeah. as like you know it's wins and losses. Wins and losses. Yeah, exactly. Not even losses. It's just about elevation. Like, yeah. Everybody can't go with you where you're supposed to go, and that's yeah. the thing that I tell people all the time. Like, you're yo, because I'm I'm the same exact way. Like, you know, uh, I give a little insight to me. It's like, you know, I pretty much like run the camp, right? Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes people don't live up to certain commitments, right? But it's always like that, right? Because your vision is your vision. Even in relationships, where I suck at in relationships is, I um, I put my uh ambitions and my beliefs in, on other people yeah like I, I i see i see um your potential mm-hmm. and where you could be and like i don't get why you don't see that you know what i'm saying I, so i judge yeah. you based upon your potential and not who you are i'm exactly like that and that's bad because just because someone is destined to be great doesn't mean they want to be great that is true. Or, or that they can be great because sometimes their habits and their vices can stop them from being great. Hundred percent. Not everyone's gonna try and work as hard as you. Not everyone's gonna match your energy on everything. Yeah. Not everyone saying? just wants it as bad as you. Yeah. Or, or even if they want it, sometimes people just don't know how to do it. Or like they're scared. They're yeah. holding themselves back. Like you speak about family. Sometimes their family upbringing. You know how many girls I've dated who have like really family issues, and that's a bad mistake. Like because they have bad family issues that they keep deep inside. They'll probably never know the right way to love you because they haven't seen the right way to love. You know what I'm saying? And like, we're not in an era that promotes love and relationships. We're in an era that promotes, like, yo, the song that just dropped yesterday was, was, uh, WAP by Cardi B and and whatever, right? What has pussy, (laughs) right? Well, from health class, I learned that if it's really too wet, something's wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? So, whatever. That's just me being logical, right? It's like, yo, you might want to get that checked out because you shouldn't be there dripping all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Too hard. Don't stand too hard. Yeah. My, my, my forces all turn off. You know what I'm saying? Until I want to turn it on. But, you know, whatever. But we live in an era where that shit is, like, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's not about, like, relationship. It's not about anything that's worth fighting for or challenging so in your journey you didn't lose out on money or friends you just elevated and it's either day you have two gentlemen who are moving up with you and like you guys share the same vision yeah if we were all meant the same if we were all meant to have the same friends we'd have the same friends from kindergarten from from kindergarten yeah bro think about it but as you go to kindergarten to about fourth or fifth grade you get new friends and most of them leave right and then when you go to high school you take some of those friends that were in that school and some may go to your same high school, but you don't. You drop off a lot of people from grade school. Every time you graduate, that's how it is. And then when you go to college, you have even fewer friends. You okay. know what I'm saying? That's life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why I tell people when you have a regular job, don't become super buddy-buddy and close with some of your friends at your job because eventually you go to a different job. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like these people are just like your work friends, pretty mm-hmm. much. So just about your journey. So it, it's never a loss. It's always an investment. Yeah, time, energy, yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? That's a great way of looking at it. Yeah. It makes it makes those it makes those times like a lot easier to Yeah, to bro. Yeah, like you cuz you're never going to stop investing money. Never. And you're yeah. never going to stop losing friends. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's a sad fact about it. Fact. And sometimes it's not even what you do, but it's like what they, you know, your other friends may do mm-hmm. and they may not have, you might lose family members. You know what I'm saying? Or relatives. Yeah. Like it's just when you're on his way to do anything big or out of the box, like people aren't gonna understand. That's how people project their fears on you. And it's really just like how much do you want and are you willing to, 
you know, and just be at peace with that. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I, I'm not going to lie, bro, like, at first, man, it, it really, it, it sucks. You know, like, losing friends that you've known your entire life type shit, like, that shit sucks. But after a while, it's like, bro, that's happening. It had to happen because yeah. like now, bro. Like I have people around me that want the same things that I do. Yeah. And and they probably mean the best for you, mm-hmm. or they love you more than the people that you are around. Yeah. Like I go through that. Like that's that's my thing that I've recently have been accustomed to. It's like you're going to lose friends. Like that's I that shit sucks because I'm like I'm a I'm a friend person like I believe in my friends I'm closer to my friends than my family members yeah um, you know what I'm saying like super sick I couldn't choose these relatives mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying I don't know you before I was on this earth you know what I'm saying like, yeah, I don't know yeah. you like and then and then it's like but you choose your friends and then you become close and you and you learn your friendships not based upon having to love them because they're relatives but because yo you're dope as fuck you know what I'm saying that we share the same interests and I'm just big on that type of shit like I'm mm-hmm. big on that so when you lose them sucks I'm going through right now I'm going through right now where I know for a fact I'm about to lose friends because yeah. I'm in a transitional period career wise when it comes to music like I told you with the consulting agency and everything we're doing a shitload of stuff and when you see certain friends that just don't want to grow it just sucks so it's like damn we're not going to be friends anymore yeah bro or we still could be but it depends on how they take it and, but the, it's, it's going to be different yeah you know, you know once you do different things like but different is, doesn't always mean bad no not of, of course not bro like, I, I'd rather be different and successful than different and, yeah, and, and failing constantly 100% yeah what was that uh, that Euro Drew lyric I'd rather be a dope failure than a whack success I thought that was like whoa I was like thinking, when I thought about that I was like yeah I'm ready to cut off some people after hearing that shit yeah yo you gotta you gotta and sometimes yeah, that's dude. what's keeping you back yeah cause it's like for me it was like I had this best friend right and we were like friends since we were young like this dude's five days older than me and everything right mm-hmm. we've been like close as babies and everything our moms are best friends and stuff like that right and then as we got older, it was just kind of like we're on and off best friends, you know? Like, you notice that your friend would rather prefer hanging out with other friends, right? But the moment comes, right, he starts coming back to you. like, oh, all right, yeah, I guess we'll hang out again. Yeah, yeah. And then recently, this happened as well again. And he, like, texted me, right, one time and night. He's like, yo, what you up to, right? Because he's hanging out with, like, because during the time when I kind of, like, had, like, the last run of being a friend with him, right? I meet my new best friend. And it was just kind of like we clicked more. We kind of like... Yo, we can, you're crazy, I'm crazy, let's hear each other out real quick, right? <laughs> we'll do it, it's be fun. Because meanwhile, this kid was just kind of like, I don't know what's wrong with me, I don't even know why I'm depressed and stuff like that. And I'm kind of like, man, I'm kind of going through a lot more difficult stuff than you are. Yeah, and right. you're just kind of like, everything's a question mark to you, and I'm seeing everything as an exclamation mark, yeah. you know? Like, oh, this is a big red sign, this is a big red sign to everything, right? And so this one moment, right, he's like, hits me up, I'm like, yo, please no more of this, right? If you want to hit me up, you would have hit me up a bit more often, not just once every three months or whenever you pop up to somewhere you need my help. You right, know, like, right. Help someone else before you think, you know, that you just yeah. need help. Yeah, I get it. Word, yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, this was dope. Yeah, bro, this yeah. is a good-ass conversation. This is dope, yeah, man. Yeah, we man. definitely got to do this again. For sure. Um, maybe, like, when the album drops, we'll do it. Okay. Um, what's your good. plans for, like, with everything going on with this COVID shit and what, what's your plans um, for the album release and stuff? So... What I've noticed a lot, bro, is like you see what the weekend's doing with that TikTok concert. Yes. Yeah, bro. I want to do, I want to do like a virtual concert type thing. Dope. Okay. Yeah. You know Dope. what I mean? Yeah. Like, have a set list, set something up, literally in my backyard. Yeah. And just record that shit. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah. 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 Bro, it'll be dope as hell. Yeah. 
you know, stuff like that. And definitely go more into like the videos because I want to I want to create like a type of universe type thing with these albums, you know. So videos, the visual aspect, I definitely want to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, just like flood the market with my shit, with my shit. Make sure they know who Graphic is. That's a fact. Yeah. You got any plans for any like major uh, collaborations? Uh, like in terms of people that you might know. Or anybody, nah. Why is that? Uh, I like working with people that I like. You know what I mean? Like people that I can sit down with and have a conversation with. Like right. Someone that I can sit down, like I can go play a game and pick up with. You know what I mean? Right, right. I, I don't like working with people that I, it feels like work. You know what I mean? I want, I've, uh, a lot of good music, in my opinion, comes from like, you know, just naturally people that click. Chemistry. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, it really just comes down to like, yo, I, I like you as a person, and so let's But do you have any major artists that you like as a person that you feel like you would want to collaborate with in the future, or are you just... Uh, yo, um, I think me and Amine would do something dope. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I think me and Amine would really do something dope. Gotcha. And, you know, like, Logic is a dream of mine. Yeah. Because Logic was one of the first rappers that I ever listened to, you know? I was, like, finding out what artists, like, indie artists would want to... Or, or have been trying to work with. I feel like it's cool. Yeah. I feel like it also tells a lot about like the artist itself, like what your first collaboration yeah. was. Like like my like I remember at one point, um, they my list is weird. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted like Sade, I wanted her before she was famous. You know what I'm saying? And I was like whatever. Like Janae Aiko was like another one who I just feel like That'll is fucking dope. dope. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm very eclectic when it comes to that type of sound. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even J Cole, like, I get so tight that J Cole is like who J Cole is now. Like, I love, yeah, facts. I love Cole, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think Cole to me is like, he doesn't do wrong as of late. You know what I'm saying? And that's even, it's even... Cole is a dream, too. Yo, Cole is phenomenal. Cole is a dream. And yo, I heard Cole's older shit, like his old his old CD, and it was gar... Uh, it, was, it wasn't as good as it is as his stuff now. It was mm -hmm. whack. It was whack. And then his first freestyle that he did on the radio, you could tell he was nervous, mm -hmm. so it sounded trash, and you're out of nowhere, this dude's like, started like... Just becoming go. goat level yeah. like he's just like phenomenal I feel that way about like Big Sean too I feel like Big Sean's underrated yeah, yeah Big, Big Sean is definitely that. underrated because he's more like motivational music in my opinion yeah not yeah. a lot of people give props to that stuff more or less people yeah. just want to talk about an aspect of their life but it's like there's not a lot of people that bring people up you know like I was impressed when Nipsey got nominated for a Grammy yeah because I was just like the marathon really for like i guess right yeah it's a good album don't get me wrong but like wow to make it that high up along yeah. with like going against who was it mac uh cardi pusha yeah, yeah. and i was like i thought pusha was gonna win i thought too because pusha had a great project pusha oh had, that grammy's yeah. got me mad bro yeah, yeah. That, i remember that i remember that grammy's that and grammy's not for nothing what got me just get me mad in general yeah yeah a lot of even award shows that, even like the only recent like Yes, moment I had at the Grammys was when Tyler performed because that yeah. was like that was such a win, bro. That, that was like, a win. You all know what was my yes moment? Actually, yeah. my first yes moment for the Grammys. It was kind of weird, right? But I was like, I was in shock after watching this performance. Imagine Dragons and Kendrick. That was pretty cool. That, that was that sick. was sick. No that one talks cool. about that, right? <laughs> everyone talks about because like everyone like when Kendrick performs now like on a Grammy stage, it has like a, like there's a meaning to it and everything. But that one, just the way it was done, that like was it starts sick, off yeah. with radioactive, then yeah. it's a mad city out of nowhere. I was like, yeah. no way. Yeah. How is this not an official track? But that only comes from artists that are bold enough to do that type of yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, and we named two of them, Tyler and fucking Kendrick. 
You know what I'm saying? Because Tyler to me is like Tyler is another artist who does like no wrong. Like just what he did with Odd Future is just like Tyler, phenomenal. Me too. Tyler, um, the internet, like that yeah. whole that Sid. Girl. You get what I'm saying? Steve Lacy is a dream of mine, man. I was yeah. love to work with. Steve Sid is Lacey. another one that I love to work with. Yo, Sid is like. Like, to me, she might be, like, the coolest, like, lesbian in the world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I think she's, I don't know if she's bi or whatever. I don't know what the correct term is. But whatever Sid is, she's cool as fuck. You know what I'm <laughs> Like, her music is dope. The way she talks to females is dope. I'm like, shit, I gotta use that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I know she's bagging them. Like, Wait, you know that song, Palace? Yes. Off the last, uh, the first, of the, the first uh, internet album, right? Yeah. The Ego Death one, right? Ego Death classic album. Yeah, that's shit's great. Classic. I would like how the fact that song Palace, it's like you think it'd be a duet, right? Because Tyler sings on it and Sid yeah. sings on it. Yeah. But they pretty much have the same message. It's not like they're going against each other in the same way a duet really like, conceptually no. works. They're just kind of like trying to bring some girls to the crib and like, you can smoke weed. I don't smoke weed that much, but here you go. You Yo, know, like, but that's what's so dope about a lot of Odd Future songs. Like, you would think they'll be one way and they just go left. Yeah, you know exactly. What I'm like, the she, like, she went left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dope-ass records, like yeah. VHS. It's completely left. Like, the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Nah. I feel like he does his, does his songs. He's like, all right, we'll just name it whatever. What's the like, second song off uh, Cherry Bomb? The one where he starts sampling the numbers on the board drums and the sound effects. Not not fucking young. Um, no, no, not that. That one was good too. Oh. No, no, no. It was right one. after Death Camp. Dude, I know, it's in my head. It's, it's in my head. Like, yeah. And then he's like, um, he's, "This is Hobson a bit on the yeah. track too." I like that. That's like the most sober beef that's ever been. Like Tyler and Hobson. Yeah. You know, like, like who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dope shit. Alright guys, well this is great. Yeah, bro. We're yeah. definitely doing this again. Hell yeah. Um definitely we're gonna include one of the songs at the end of this podcast so everybody can tune in. Um I know you're going far. Like I'm rooting for you. I want you to win. You, I mean that genuinely, you know what I'm saying? Even though we do extend the invite to a bunch of different artists, sadly we don't really take every single artist. Mm-hmm. Like I have to be a fan as well first, or I have to feel like, yeah, like the general public really fuck with you. Um so I'm rooting for you. You know what I mean? Last words, guys. Anybody? Uh, hey, man. Uh, if you're if you've been listening for this long, thank you. And uh, I just want to say, just love everybody, bro. Yeah. We need more love in this world. Just love everybody. Turn the fuck up while you're still young, because that's all that matters. That's a fact. And just, yo, do something with your life, because there's no point in living a small life, bro. Live your life to the fullest extent you can, man. That's I I I'm a firm believer that. Like, I, I'm going to say this one last time. If you live a life full of fear, you're not living life. That's a fact. So, live, bro. Big come down coming soon. Yes. What? Big come down coming soon. Big come down coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So, thanks for having us. Thanks for being here, guys. Appreciate you guys. All my listeners, I appreciate you guys who continually listen. Uh, continue to subscribe. Uh, spread the word. We will include the link of Graph's music in the bio. And, um, yo, let's rock out. All right? Peace. Yeah. A lot of my 
bitch put into this road Three years and I know it shows yeah, no. Shook hands with the real devil And he told me that he loved me as a foe When the beat froze, I just let it go Make my rhythm and flow my own show Low dose of my rap dope So I ease up on a tight roll yeah. I run the match like I'm taking some payment And putting you wanna be fuckers on blast Bounce on the track like I'm waiting on a lap I'll end up on the atlas, I put on my back Lot of you love to get freaky on Friday You wanna be me but you don't have a pass I feel like future on digital dash These women love money, I smash and they lash Fuck with the boys say I will never obey Down play payday, little bit of gourmet Hip hop my domain, free verse I donate King rap I'm gon' rain, OG go ordain Noodle arm girl, let her make me some low main In love with green, that's money and romaine They gonna notice when I'm in my ball main Out of respect, I am not Mr. Jose Goddamn, you thinkin' you know me? Instagram followers think I'm the homie? Blow me, I don't even know what I'm gon' be Every other day I gotta tell a different story Rap is this and rap is that A lot of praise to my face and I turn my back Rhyme wise, I don't know what I lack This verbal murder caught me up in the act Never lacking, always packing down to do some dirty dancing. Never lacking, always packing down to do some dirty dancing. Never lacking, always packing down to do some dirty dancing. Never lacking, always packing down to do some dirty dancing. Yeah, I'm talking that gang gang. Pull up with hitters, we bang bang. Yeah, this your chick, that's your main thing. She be the trish, she lame brain. Sipping that at all not She took a bat, slow mo. I've been the rhyme god for me, the little bitch who inside of my dojo. We pull her up in the whip and the audience signing your shit like a photo. Y'all talk a smoke, we smoke them down like the zone, so we pack for the ozone. Then it's a hitters that care about another man, and it's all what they don't know. Talk about all of the smoke, they saying kids who ain't never touched polo. Always packing